Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What a game of footy we saw last night, uh, an incredible game. And look, if you would have said to me before this game kicked off, and even at the start of the season, hey, the Melbourne Storm are playing the Penrith Panthers, they're both full strength. Who are the top 10 players in this game? And look, for me, I'll tell you some guys that would have got to mention. Nathan Cleary, out. Abby Curacao, out. Uh, Ryan Pappenhausen, out. Harry Grant, out. Uh, Just so many incredibly talented footballers that were missing from this game. And before it kicked off, I sort of thought, wow, wouldn't have this just been a fantastic game if all the troops are on the field? Um, for the Melbourne Storm, you're also missing Dale Finucane. Uh, you're missing Branko Lee. There's there's a couple more floating around there. I mean, also in that top 10, I would have included Dylan Edwards, and he left the game at halftime. Uh, some massive, massive outs from both teams here. It was really incredible, the performance they managed to put on. And as I said, I was thinking before the game, geez, imagine if these two were full-strength grand final replay, but could that game have really got much better? I I thought that was just such an entertaining game of football. I thought it was sensational to watch. And it's, you know, there's not many teams that could come into a game. Let's be the Penrith Panthers. You lose your hooker and your halfback and put on a performance like that against Melbourne. I know Melbourne are missing players, but it's the Melbourne Storm and they've still got a bunch of handy guys, including, for me, probably the best footballer in the world, Cameron Munster, and he was on fire as well. Uh, also, the Melbourne Storm, is there many guys that could lose, you know, their hooker, uh, their fullback, their lock forward, their centre, and then go and take on the Penrith Panthers, who, what, they haven't lost a home game in almost 12 months, and, and compete like that? Like, just unbelievable. It really, I said this a few weeks ago, that the gap between the top five teams and the rest is massive. And I think last night it really did show it was incredible. Uh, the Penrith Panthers, they are just so throng, strong through the centre third. They are incredible. Um, a bit of variation last night. This is something that the Melbourne Storm would have been really uncomfortable with. All of your tape on this Penrith Panthers team is with Nathan Cleary running the show. For the Melbourne Storm... It's always the unpredictability that they don't handle overly well. And I thought last night, Jerome Luai, Matt Burton, they were just different, yeah? They weren't better. They weren't worse. They were different. And when you're the Melbourne Storm and you're used to just structure, 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 different can be terrifying. I mean, you look back, 
during the 2000s, 2010s, whenever, you know, the Melbourne Storm, untouchable. No one can get near him. No no one can challenge him. All of a sudden, the New Zealand Warriors roll into town and fuck me, everything goes to shit, yeah? I really liked that the Penrith Panthers were able to bring some real variety to their game last night, something that the Melbourne Storm weren't expecting. They didn't know what they could anticipate to face. And I, I think that was a massive point in this game. And, you know, same, you know, same guys with the Penrith Panthers. I thought Luai was great. I thought Burton was fantastic in patches. He had about a 10-minute uh, period there that wasn't great. But outside of that, he was awesome. His boot is sensational. James Fisher-Harris was great. Mitch Kenny, he's doing a really good job out there. Brian Toto, I mean, if he isn't a top three winger in our game, I mean, if he doesn't score a try this year, He's probably still a top three winger. The amount of work he does coming out of his own has, has been unbelievable. Stephen Crichton, I thought he was massive tonight. Uh, Vili Army kick out, not as, as loud as what he has been the last few weeks, but against the Melbourne Storm, I thought he was awesome. And you've got to remember with Vili Army kick out, uh, it was only six months ago he was playing in that grand final and he came in with an attitude of, I'm going to have an impact on this game. And he just, he went after the game and he made a heap of mistakes. It didn't work out for him. He got absolutely trashed through the media. Everyone gave him a heap of shit, but he had that mindset of, fuck this, I'm going to go and take this game. I'm the biggest guy on the field here. I'm going to take it on. And I, I think that's been fantastic for Villiam. And he's walked into this season with the exact same approach. I thought he was really strong in this game once again. Uh, a couple of injuries in this game. Obviously, Dylan Edwards, I thought his first half was unreal. When I was looking to give my man of the match on my Instagram page, I, I honestly almost gave it to him for what he did in 50 minutes. He was just unbelievable, Dylan Edwards. Uh, had to leave the game. They had to make some some changes. Tyrone May went to fullback. I thought that was interesting, not how I expected them to sort that out. I thought Stephen Crichton would go there, but they went with Tyrone May there. And there was a couple of times where Jerome Hughes caught him out. They probably didn't test Tyrone May as much as I expected them to. Uh, but he did answer most questions that they put forward there. I thought the Melbourne Storm... I don't know. It was a bit of a weird game. I, I thought they were going to blow him off the park in the first 10 minutes. They looked so good. And Munster just, he just had that touch that was unbelievable. And look, they bombed a heap of tries, the Melbourne Storm. I thought that the Olam and Adokar combination for the first 70 minutes, that was really off. Um, I'll, I'll talk about the last play later. Look, Olam, yeah, it's a two-on-one. You have to give it. He didn't. He backed himself in. And to be fair, Olam, he probably scores that 9 out of 10, to be perfectly honest with you. But an awesome effort from Viliami Kikau and the Penrith boys there to keep him up, but definitely an opportunity that was bombed there. Um, there was a couple of controversial referee decisions in the lead-up to that play, and look, I'm going to touch on them in a later podcast, so stay tuned for that one. Uh, but as I always say, and you guys all know that I like the Melbourne Storm, I tipped them to win tonight, I had money on the Melbourne Storm, but, and I'll go into this more later in the day, if you're relying on referee decisions to go your way, you've already lost the game. Yeah, the, the the Melbourne Storm, as good as they are, as much as I love them, they let Kurt Capewell score a try where he stepped eight or nine times. He broke six or seven tackles for them to score in desperation minutes. You, If you're going to allow the referees to decide games, I'm sorry, that's on you. That is on your head, yeah. You had 79 minutes before that to, to decide this game, to lock it up. The Melbourne Storm didn't. And there was a couple of moments there that I thought was very un-Melbourne. Um, I felt like they sort of ran out of attacking options, to be honest with you, in that game. They ended up moving Remus Smith to the wing. They moved George Jennings into the centers. And I felt like they were just going through sets to kick to Remus Smith, uh, which was a bit of a worry. They got a couple of results out of it. They didn't get tries. Uh, but you can see Remus, he's going to be a real challenge in the air this year. There was one earlier in the game where he jumped over Dylan Edwards, I believe it was. Uh, he just got so high in the air there, and it came off his shoulder. But this kid... 
he is going to score a lot of try, tries off kicks this year. It didn't work out for him last night, but there is a lot of points in Remus Smith. He's going to score a lot of meaties. It's definitely going to be a target for them this season. Uh, once Branko returns, I think he's going to be fantastic for Remus too. He's going to get a lot of half opportunities. We know how strong Branko is, how good his offload is. So positives there. Thought Jerome Hughes was really strong. Um, good kicking game last night. I thought he was really good. Munster was unbelievable. He got my man of the match. His touch in the first half was incredible. Uh, a couple of uh, forced dropouts down the ed- down the edge of Josh Addo's cars side that were probably good enough for try assists, uh, but good scramble from the Penrith Panthers. There was a moment in that game where the Penrith Panthers, in the, I'm going to say with about 15 minutes to go, I, I, I don't have it in front of me, so don't quote me, but Brian To'o gets it down the left edge. Bit of a break up in play, and he kicks it infield. And there was an awkward moment where Nico Hines was coming forward to get the ball, and I believe it's Jesse Bromwich. It might be Kenny Bromwich. I'm not sure. I'm sh- it's probably actually Kenny the more I think about it. He was coming back for the ball, and it's one of those moments where they sort of looked at each other and just hesitated. Who's going to get it? Whose ball is it? And the Penrith Panthers end up getting it back. And I believe, I believe that points came off the back of it, but don't quote me on that. But it was a moment where... I feel like the Melbourne Storm and the way that they pride themselves on their football, that was a moment where Kenny Bromwich, it wasn't a look at Nico Hines, it was get your ass on that football. And they turned it up to Craig Bellamy in the uh, in the coach's box, and you could see him losing his head. And for me, I think that was the most disappointing play of the night for Craig Bellamy. There was a loose ball on the ground, desperation minutes, and two guys looked at each other. That's not the Melbourne Storm way. You get your ass on that ball, you put your body on the line in traffic, and you get that ball. Possession is key. I think that was a moment that would have really worried Craig Bellamy. Obviously, the last play would have been heartbreaking for him, but I think that one will mean more to him, to be honest with you. That's very un-Melbourne. Uh, look, the Penrith Panthers obviously losing that grand final last year. This one meant a lot to them. A lot of teams missing a host of players. Uh, you know, we've never seen the Penrith Panthers without Nathan Cleary. I thought it was going to be really interesting. Uh, there was obviously a lot of value in the Melbourne Storm. They were like 220. It was a game that I didn't want to punt on overly, though, because I was a little bit... I, I wasn't confident how it was going to go either way. If it was in Melbourne, I would have been all over it. In Penrith, I was a little bit worried. I wasn't... I tipped the Melbourne Storm. I did have a punt on them, but I was just... I wasn't overly confident either way with this one. Uh, and look, the, the Penrith Panthers, they wanted this one, yeah. They wanted this one bad off the back of that grand final. So very impressive. And as I said, mate, the gap between the top four, five, six teams and the rest, it is massive. Imagine what these two teams are going to do once they get their troops back. And the the thing that stood out the most, all their troops, their fullbacks, their halfback, their hookers, their key positions, their key role players in these sides. Very, very impressive. I think you could see last night, as I said, I think I heard Matt John say it on his show as well. He said the exact same thing I said a few days ago. The Penrith fans would be mad to let Matt Burton go. If what happens this week to Nathan Cleary happens grand final week, they need this kid in the squad. They would be crazy to let him go. I understand there's more opportunity there for Burton, but if you're the Penrith Panthers, you're trying to win a premiership. You're not trying to be friendly. You're not trying to do the best by your reserve halfback. You've got to do your best by your club to win a premiership. I think they've made a fantastic call here. Um, I love the way that Craig Bellamy walked into that press conference and he owned that his team didn't do enough to win. It wasn't, oh, the referees this, the referees that. They didn't do enough to win this game of football. That's why I love the Melbourne Storm. That's why I love the system they are. If that was a lot of other coaches, a lot of other coaches that aren't self-aware, that are, you know, the self-esteem is low, they would have walked in there and pointed fingers at the refs. They did this, they missed that, they did this, blah, blah, blah. And I'll talk about it in a later podcast, but there was a lot of opportunities for Craig Bellamy to complain in that game. In my opinion, there was a lot of things that did go against him. But in the Craig Bellamy way of doing things, he went about it. He took it on the chin and said, we need to be better. And the Melbourne Storm will be better, no doubt about it. Um, 
That's two games in a row they've lost. Good teams that don't lose two games in a row. So that would be really hurting Craig Bellamy. I'm not sure when the last time they lost two games in a row was, especially outside of origin. Um, this is just regular season. This is early in the season. Yeah, they they are normally unbeatable for the first eight weeks or so in the premiership. So uh, scary times for Melbourne. I haven't looked at who they played next week, but fuck, good luck to whoever that mob is because this team off the back of two losses in a row, they are going to be a scary prospect. Well done to the Penrith Panthers, a massive win. Huge to do without Nathan Cleary. So much confidence in the rest of this squad, especially for the half, the 5-8 tonight, Jerome Lawai. A massive two weeks for him. He's been sensational. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.